Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, I'm your host Mark and joining me today we got Dr. Zero Hour. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited to see what the story has for us all. Yeah, I have no idea. It's called the Forgotten Crusade, so it's going to be some Imperials probably, but... that's, That's true. But which race doesn't like to crusade in the morning is kind of a 40k thing. So you never know. Could be an Aldari, you know. Could they, be. they had some crazy conquering back in the day. Maybe the Necrons. You exactly. Know. There's tons of crusades. There's tons of possibilities. Then there's the lunch breaks for the Tyranids. They just seem to always have that. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, let's dive into this story and see where it takes us. It's called The Forgotten Crusade by Alexander. Cadia. The first line standing defense against a demon horde from Melen. Now it hangs in the balance. The 13th Black Crusade spells doom for the galaxy. However, this is yet to come. There's still time. A servant under Balthazar's call had a vision of the coming destruction. Where this warning came from, no one can say. What was certain was something must change. In secret, he released his Masters, creatures, soldiers stronger, faster, and more resilient than any before. Thousands of these weapons were sent on the crusade, along with near endless amount of reinforcements. Soon after they were on their way, sure to turn the tide in future battle, this was not the case. Soon after entering the warp, the ships failed and they could not leave the warp with the nameless servants that released them, killed for his betrayal of his masters, there was no record or knowledge of their existence. The chapter master Tyros Val, along with his honored guard, made planet fall on an unknown world. After two weeks, he returned alone. He then set course for a world claiming it held parts needed for the, to repair his ship. When they finally arrived, almost the entire chapter had been replaced, except for the first company who had mysteriously hid themselves from the rest of the chapter. When it finally came time to strike, six full companies descended upon the planet. This mission could not fail. As the drop pods made the planet fall, the battle was over before it began. Only 30% of the force that deployed made it to the ground. The Marines that did not meet with this terrible fact, that was a losing war. This did not stop them once a sizable force was formed, the highest ranking officer, Captain Ventros of the Sixth Company, the last Marine from the first founding, still waiting to fight, leading a charge against the heretics. They may have been outnumbered and battle-weary. They fight with the force of a chapter twice their size. 
As their numbers dwindled and the fighting intensified, Captain Fentros, along with squad Astartes, attacked the demon prince leading the heretics. These six heroes are unrecognizable as the standard black marines, as they were drenched with the blue blood of the heretics as a result of the low oxygen on the planet. And now they marched killing all in their path till the prince, one by one, they fell till the captain and the last squad member, Alexandros. In the final hours of the battle, Ventros was defeated, leaving Alexandros to slay the wounded demon. This was no easy feat as he only wielded half a bolt rifle. Something came over him, though, as if he had decades of experience in combat. When the dust settled, a group searched the area for survivors. They only found one in critical condition, muddling about death of the honor guard. Months passed after his status had not improved. After 10 years, Alexandros came. He had much to, much to investigate. First, he had to know where the first company was located. When he confronted the ship's files, many things perplexed him. The first shock that came to him was the chapter had adopted a new paint scheme, a black base with only the highest plates of armor painted blue, inspired by the state he was found in. Another change to the chapter was the addition of the Hell Brethren, a squad of space marines that are tasked with close combat engagements to meet the missing factor when fighting demons. The final shock was an entry on a ritual called memory sharing. Further investigation of this ritual changed much of the chapter he left behind. The ritual was a result of a flaw in the gene that allowed the marine to retain the memories of those whose blood they consume. This was not without consequences as it is an extremely dangerous procedure that even if done successfully will end in long periods of headaches and if the process fails, can lead to insanity. Thus the ritual squad began with a new squad formed. They would share their memories with each other to strengthen their bond and test their will. If passed, the group will serve together till one proves worthy of promotion or death. If one or more of the members fail, they are assigned to the Ninth Company, wholly made up of insane soldiers who are released in the battle as the first wave while remaining numbers of the squad are assigned to a new squad and the process repeats. The following day, he met with the chapter master Tyros Val. When the doors closed on the meeting, only one word was heard from the room, traitor. After a month, the door finally opened. The one standing as it was, Alexandros, standing at the door, holding the severed head of the former chapter master, twisted by the taint of the chaos gods. His plan was to kill the original chapter and devote the new recruits to chaos. He had even sacrificed his honor guard to the gods undivided. This news was grave, but the chapter had to go on under the leadership of Alexandros, the new chapter master. They repaired the ship warp drive with the parts hidden in Tyrus' chamber, along with 100 veteran helmets of the lost first company. All that was left to leave, the warp. After almost 400 years in the warp, they were ready to finish their mission. The next two days cri crippled morale Cadia had fallen, and the Eye of Terror stretched across the galaxy. 
beaten and lost, they traveled aimlessly, hoping something survived the fall of Cadia. Their prayers were answered. Alpex IV, the planet of 100 problems, gene stealers pledged the cities and orcs filled the planets underground, searched for something. The spear wielded by Alexandros thirsted for war and it would be quenched. Will this planet be the nameless chapter's end or just the beginning? Unknown by the Imperium, they know not even their own origin. Their only quest is to eradicate the enemies of the Imperium. This is their crusade, and it will be heard. Dun, dun, dun. Cool. That's okay. pretty good. Yeah, it's a kind of an interesting little chapter that kind of almost fell traitor and did for a second, but then fought back, and now are just... Hit <laughs> them where they hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a couple interesting things. I think one of the things that stood out to me the most was at the very beginning, he talked about in secret, he released his master creations, soldiers stronger, faster, and more resilient than before. This would be uh, interesting to hear a little bit more about. Mm, yeah, for sure. Definitely curious how they were changed. Yeah, yeah. Like, and were these just super? normal humans i wonder he wasn't fucking with space marines i don't think because that would be heresy if he did that, that would be heresy wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, if hmm. so if they were humans would that be legal or would that still be heresy yeah you can modify humans all you want you could make all types of crazy super soldiers that are humans um yeah we have tons of examples of them uh so yeah, it'd just be interesting to see kind of a little more. Like he he put that one line in there and it yeah, it just feels like it's an important line without very much more said about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like the 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 te- the moment in the story where he talked about the blood still remaining blue because of the lack of oxygen in the planet. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice little subtle hint, like a little, little flavor. Yeah, a little flavor. <laughs> It was nice. Yeah, yeah uh, they, they talk about Tao's blood as well being blue because of the same reason. Um, it's just like, yeah, they have like less something that reacts with the chemicals in the air. Who, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not going to pretend to know space biology, <laughs> but fantasy space biology. Fantasy space biology, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's little things like that that make the story kind of feel a little more deep for sure. Um, the the disappearing of the first company was also interesting and it kind of goes back into like so they created these super soldiers and replaced the entire chapter with them except for the first company we later go on to find out that alexandros uh had a hundred veteran space marine helmets in his like quarters (laughs) so that's nice makes you wonder how he got those yeah Mm. yeah, i'm sure they were given (laughs) willingly of course yeah Hats off to the new chapter master. Indeed. (laughs) Uh, They had another interesting part about the sharing of memories, which I thought was very cool. Uh, This could, this is kind of very cool. Yeah. So space Marines, they have like their ability to eat uh, flesh and drink blood and actually be able to get like some type of genetic memory out of it, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool. Like if these battle brothers, yeah, all they, they go into the circle, they slit their hand and then they, they drink their brothers and they feel like they know them, you know, they're now actually your brother kind of thing. Um, yeah, it, it's a cool way to use that omophagia organ to kind of more, more full. Honestly, like having a unit that's able to not only know what your battle buddies have, but if they take it a step further and they're actually able to consciously connect with each other, that's a unit that can just can't be stopped. That's, yeah, that's exactly. a terrifying thing. Yeah, if everyone's on the exact same page, or know it at least, I know my brother, he's going to do this now. You know, you can expect him to do, yeah, very cool. Oh, information would be secret too, because you wouldn't have to get meetings. You would just share the blood and then they would just <laughs> know what the mission is. Yeah, like... We've had a couple different authors write in a couple different ways. Sometimes it's just like low level information. Like you get, you eat the flesh. It's like, oh, I know my enemy was afraid. But other times we do get a little more deep insight. Um, Maybe it depends on what part you eat. Maybe if you eat the brain, you get better readings. (laughs) Whereas if you're just like sucking blood, it might just be like more of an emotional kind of, you can feel kind of adrenaline that was pumping through the, the blood or whatever it may be. But Ultra means ultramarines are the real zombies, not the tyranids. <laughs> yeah, they're the real flesh eaters. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing about this, oh yeah, so he changes this whole color scheme too, which is always nice. And they go into the warp and they come out somebody completely different, and that's why they're the Lost Crusade <laughs> or the Forgotten Crusade. I liked the touch really because oh, yeah. time is different in the warp, and they would have had time to do all that too. Yeah, so it's like. Everyone, color scheme, we're changing up. No, we're not sticking with that color. I said that already. Change it. <laughs> change it. Yeah, and even just like the whole mentality would change. Like 400 years is such a long time. Like we can't even comprehend that amount of time realistically. Um, yeah, so they would come out and they could be completely different, not even care about the similar people or the, the people that they were when they entered. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they would have a stronger bond with those around them have better tactics, better uh, communications, just a desire and a unity that no unit could have before. Yeah, very cool. Uh, the one, my one main gripe, and it was, I normally don't complain about people's fucking grammar and stuff, but hey, I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. When you send something in and it has a bunch of blue and red squiggly lines under it, it just kind of is like, yo, you can right-click and auto-correct these words for me. I don't. I shouldn't have to be doing that. You should be able to make it a little more edited when you send it in. Now, having said that, uh, for all I know, this guy's main language isn't English, and in which case, you know, great job writing. <laughs> yeah, if it's not English, that was very well done. Uh, Grammarly, guys, I recommend it. It's free, and yeah. even just for the basics, it can fix your grammar, your spell correct. It's a great thing to get. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there was a few things I, ha- I had to assume what the word was. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, you, it went well. You did a classic where it was tr- uh, tractor, but you read it as trader. And yeah, you had to, clever boy, you put two and two together. Watch out the space marines. They're now space farmers. They're going to take <laughs> down the Tyranids with their tractors. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, if you're writing stuff in, just there should never be blue or red squiggly lines under it you know it just it's it's a very simple fix but whatever it was a very interesting story it kind of got my mind going i like that it kind of ended kind of open-ended 
sure, we kind of know what their goal is. They want a crusade, but that's kind of it. It's very open-ended, very easy for anyone to just kind of pick up and now wonder what they're up to or come up with their own story, what they're doing. So I like that. Gives them a chance to continue the story with their army as they go off to fight other people. They can add yeah. their stories now to the next part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It would be cool now, yeah, if they uh, if they want to expand their lore, they just write one more paragraph about each battle they play in and just like do the, the Tau Crusade or this is the Orc Crusade. They just write one little paragraph. It doesn't have to be much. Definitely be interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, that's this episode, I think, unless you have anything else you would like to talk about. Uh, no, I mean, this was a very nice story. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to delving more into each and every other stories uh, in the future and also the ones you've recorded, too. Yeah. So everyone keep sending in your stories. They're yeah. fantastic. And maybe I will actually get mine written and have you <laughs> yeah. all listen to it. <laughs> that, that's the goal. The next time we get you on, now that you've been on once, we can get you to do your lore. Uh, do you want to share like a one sentence teaser about what you're kind of working on? Um, okay. To be fair, I have the concept. I, have, I still want to make sure my lore is accurate because I'm still <laughs> learning all the names, the rankings, yeah. all the different things about the Tao Empire. But it is a Tao story. For my units that this might be shocked to all of you they don't use crisis suits or anything that requires manta drops how That's dare shocking. you it's shocking i don't run nine crisis suits forgive <laughs> me okay i'm not oh i'm not running farsight enclave guys <laughs> how dare you get out of here God, uh, okay bye bye no but uh <laughs> all seriousness it's going to be a really fun story that i want to share with y'all um just know that in the hell that the Tau are struggling in, Commander Darkstride and the Ethereal continue to plan and wait for the Marines to make their mistake and come down to the planet below where they will face their doom. <laughs> I like it. A little, uh, what is it? It's Kion tactic, a little patient hunter. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I use, I actually use that. I don't use Montka, I use Cayune. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, very cool. Yeah, start writing that up. And uh, yeah, like you said, uh, if anyone wants their stories on the show, don't forget to send them in, shoot me a message. We can get you on and have a good time. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll, I enjoy this. I wouldn't mind doing this more often with you, Matt. This is Heck a lot yeah. of fun. Heck yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And we'll see you all on the next episode of Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you later. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode.